Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 197 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach, Greg Audino, reminding you before we begin that if you have a question you would like help with on the show, we welcome you to email it to us at advice at oldpodcast.com. Now, our question today is hot off the press, dealing with something that's been all over the news lately. That would be the GameStop stock market debacle on Wall Street. Our asker today has someone near and dear to them that lost a significant amount of money investing in GameStop, and the asker is now wondering how to bring this up with them and help them out of fear that it could lead to other poor decisions and what it really says about them. They want to talk to them about it gracefully, but aren't sure how. Let's see if we can come up with something to help them enter this difficult conversation. But first, the question. Someone close to me recently invested nearly 50% of their money in the GameStop frenzy and lost a substantial amount. I'm very concerned. How do I talk to them about it without scolding them or coming off like I'm saying I told you so? I also think about what this says about other big decisions they might make and how that could affect my relationship with them in the future. How do I bring this up compassionately? Well, you said it already. You bring it up with concern and compassion. You don't have a crystal ball. You don't know how this conversation is going to go. It's only your anxiety about it not going well that's making you overthink your ability to speak with compassion. Perhaps because you envision yourself responding poorly if someone initiated such a conversation with you. But not everyone feels under attack all the time, right? You know how to talk with someone without scolding them, and you only need to worry about your part in this. All you can do is lead with concern and compassion, and let it show through your tone and your wording. From there, you'll make discoveries. Maybe they want help, and maybe they don't. Maybe they think something is wrong, and maybe they don't. Maybe they hold beliefs that they haven't expressed to you that make sense to them but are illogical to you. We're going to flesh out a lot of these possibilities in the episode today. But in the meantime, let's let's first consider some questions you can lead with. I would say you want to lace your questions with a sense of curiosity and care for them. So some might be, how are you feeling? Or where do you think you'll go from here? Or are you still thinking up a plan? You might even ask, why at the time did you think it was going to be a gain? In a way that's not degrading, right? But again, curious, so you can retrace the steps together. That, that's where the tone really comes in. And an even bigger question could be something like, not so many people would have taken a risk like that. How did you feel comfortable taking that leap? Now, I classify this question as bigger because what it does is it invites a conversation about what's going on underneath. And if someone is taking risks like that, there's likely a lot going on underneath. 
This is ultimately what you want the conversation to be built upon. Now, I'll get to that shortly, but, but first I am compelled to share two possible exceptions that could mean that this person isn't facing trouble, but rather sees things differently from you. Now, first, they may not be someone who cares much for money, at least not in the classical sense. You know, they may have a, they may have a freer money mindset than usual, constantly upholding the attitude that they still have more than they need, more than those who are really underprivileged, or just that there's always money to be made one way or another. And second, well, you know, the GameStop frenzy was, is uh, filled with all kinds of characters, really. What they all have in common is that they are willing to risk their finances, albeit to different degrees and for different reasons, while the vast majority are just looking at a chance for free money, however. Others are there because they really believe in something. And the person in your life might fall into this category. Now, it should go without saying that many of us, right, many of us latch on to causes with such vigor as a means of escape. So there could be a correlation here, and the person close to you, like many people going all in on GameStop, think that they're a lot more into this cause than they actually are, when in reality, though, they just need a thrill or to be part of something. Lines can get very blurry for people in this situation, especially when they find such honor in sacrificing everything for what they believe in. But barring these rare exceptions, you can probably assume that this person in your life has some base level of dissatisfaction that they may overlook or not understand, whether it's dissatisfaction with finances or life as a whole or something in between. After all, those who are willing to take such massive risks often do so because they feel stagnant in life and are ever in need of stimulation. Those who are content, on the other hand, appreciate such a feeling of contentment and therefore are less prone to just put drastic changes up for grabs. If you know them so well, you can likely just look into their past and get all the answers you need before you even talk to them about it. You still talk to them about it, obviously. But, you know, ha have they made a considerable amount of impulsive decisions regarding big parts of their life in the past? If so, it'll absolutely pour into future decisions as per your suspicion until it's resolved. But this doesn't mean that there's no saving them. Having someone like yourself talk to them, someone who they care about, who they trust, and someone who they perceive to be an intelligent person could be just the boost that they need. And of course, encouraging them to talk to a professional is the best help that they can get. Ideally, the goal of this conversation is to help them uncover what's underneath, good or bad, so they can understand what's driving them. Now, assuming there is something undesirable, I'll call it, that, that's causing this turbulent behavior, if they can understand what it is, they are then in a better position to improve upon their whole life. They're in a position to make progress, which feels good. The worst alternative would be to make this all about the GameStop incident, which would be valuable only up to a certain point. It wouldn't be as useful if you were to focus on it too much as a singular, too-late-to-change destructive event, right? Because you can't do anything with that. If it is instead highlighted as a byproduct of something bigger, then it's easier for them to see how they can improve as opposed to being frustrated by not being able to go back and change the past. You know what's important, guys? Mindfulness. 
It is something that I try to encourage and exemplify in every episode. And now there is a whole new mindfulness product that we are partnered with called NuCalm. NuCalm is easy to use and to work into your routine to achieve better sleep, reduction in stress, and boost in recovery. Its cutting-edge neuroscience shifts your brain waves into extremely calming levels that can be hard to attain through meditation, even if meditation comes easily to you. But for most, meditation can be hard, and I have found that NuCalm provides really similar effects for a longer period of time and without frustration. In just a short time, my waking life has become a lot more driven because my rest is infinitely better, even though I'm not really sleeping any more than I did before. So do what I did, own the day with NuCalm, and make 2021 the year that you become more mindful. We have a special link set up specifically for our listeners. Go to olanewcom.com and get 50% off your 30-day subscription of NuCalm and their money-back guarantee. That's olanucalm.com. O-L-A-N-U-C-A-L-M.com. And a big thanks to our asker today, initiating a tough conversation about how to have tough conversations. It's important for all of us to realize the value of going into these types of talks with an open mind and heart. As we saw today, there are many possibilities on the other side of initiating such a conversation. But initiating it is the most important part, along with doing so the right way. Illustrating our concerns in a caring and non-aggressive way only serves to help ourselves and those we wish to talk to. However, this is put into jeopardy if we overthink their reaction or our ability to deliver our message kindly. Even if such talks do not go as smoothly as we wish, if the person on the other side of them indeed has a problem, we are proving evidence for them to eventually turn the tables around should they be able to do so. In this way, it's a selfless part to play, bringing up concern even if it's met with backlash. Keep this in mind and you are likely to not think your way out of providing a good stepping stone for them. And with that in mind, it's time to wrap up. I thank you all so much for being here today and I hope you all feel more confident about telling some people what you need to tell them. I'm going to get going, so have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you back here for our next episode, Too Shy of 200. Talk to you all then.